0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. I guess it's safe to say that today is going to be a little bit different. Um, Today we're going to talk about bending and not breaking. We're going to talk about how to manage situations a little bit better. I think everybody saw what came out last night, and everybody's got an opinion on it, and that's fine. My concern arises when I see a whole bunch of people with blue lines for profiles saying that they would have done the exact same thing, knowing the outcome, and knowing, at least you should know, that best practices weren't really used. Um, I'm a layman. I don't know much about this stuff. But I read a little bit about it. Um, So we're going to talk about what I read. Now maybe this stuff's all out of date and none of this stuff will work anymore something has happened. And none of this stuff is within within policy. Um, Point out, obviously at this point, don't try this at home. This is for informational purposes only. I'm demonstrating something here. I have an assistant to help me. This is Zed. Zed's done something wrong. Zed Needs to get in the car. He's alleged to have done something. So you do what you're supposed to, right? Cut them up. Double lock them. Make sure we do everything right here. Follow policy. Double lock him, Mr. Z, get in the car, please. Do it now. Do it now. That statement that's in pretty much all the manuals, all the videos. Because psychologically... It induces compliance, because it makes it sound urgent. Do it now. I'm pretty sure that people are supposed to say that, but again, I don't know. Now, you have him here. Mr. Zed, get in the car, do it now. Mr. Zed. Mr. Zed, he has a phobia. He doesn't want to get in the car. Not really resisting; he's just not really complying. See the funny thing about the human body. Now, if we're being realistic, he's a big guy, so you can come underneath. You're going to grab the chain or the hinge on those cuffs. And here, if you're really tall. You got to come under the arm. You lift. See the amazing thing about the human body is that when you hit a certain point. It doesn't bend anymore. But somewhere else will. It's crazy. Magic. I would imagine somebody in this position would be a whole lot easier to get in the car. And let's say they kick back. You're actually out of the way. Let's say uh, you just can't get them because they're too big. You're already in position. Comma peroneal strike. that point. It should be pretty easy. If you have a whole bunch of people, you could just lift his legs up and put him in. But again, I don't know. Maybe there's some reason they don't want you doing that anymore. Perhaps if his head's like this. Car door behind him open. There's a notch right here. You can fill it right there. If you reach in and press down. You'll feel your chin want to go down because it hurts. That would make him sit down. If he is in the car, just his legs are out. Any of the little procedures I'm about to show could probably get him to put his legs in. Or somebody could just offer to roll down the window. Sometimes that's all it takes. For some reason, though, in our hypothetical situation, somebody decides to open the door on the other side of the vehicle. I would suggest that that's ill-advised in almost every scenario. Mr. Zed ends up laying on the ground. Now, at this point you're either going to want to uh, wait for an ambulance or get him in the car. All right. If you're waiting for an ambulance, you don't have to climb all over In fact, I'm pretty sure it's in the books not to do that. But if you're still trying to get them in the vehicle, get on your knees beside them, alright? Right here behind the ear, there's a little notch right there. If you apply a pressure to this side of the head and press in there, you can probably get compliance. You're going like this, right there behind the ear. And if it doesn't work, you know what? Your hand's already in position. Go like this. Come under the bridge. No, Lift. Go ahead and try it. Place the hand on your hand on the back of your head, right here, and lift up. Follow you. And let's say that this is the tenth of a percent of a population that this technique, that neither one of these techniques will work on. You're also in the position to go right under the jaw. All of this works together. You can get them back to the door. In which case, the whole thing starts over again. And while you're doing this, by the way, you should be saying, Mr. Zed, get up, do it now. Do it now. Not stop resisting, because that doesn't help them make a decision. You're telling them to stop something. You want to be proactive and get them to do something. And then you get back to where you were at. A lot of people seem to think that video somehow exonerates those involved because, well, he resisted. He wasn't compliant. I don't know that I would call that resisting. Um, Aside from that, I would like to point out that resisting is a charge. That's a charge that eventually gets resolved before a jury or a judge. We do not have judges and juries in the street. That's not how it works here. doesn't matter, even if he did resist. It doesn't matter. Once the suspect, once Mr. Zad is laying on the ground cuffed, there's no reason to continue using force. If you would do it the same way, you need to turn in your badge. Again, maybe some of this is outside of policy now. I don't know. I mean, I guess you know they don't want anybody hurt, so they wouldn't want these things used because maybe they would hurt somebody or something. As opposed to what happened. That footage changes nothing as far as this case. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.